Hey wrestling fans, this is Eddie Shepard, one half of the guys over at Wrestling Recommendations, telling you to check out our podcast. Each week, myself and my best friend Travis Lasseter dive in with a deep retrospective and watch along to some of our favorite matches. We have curated a list of over 200 plus matches spanning over 40 plus years. We take all those matches, we throw them into a randomizer, and the very next week, that's the match we cover. Check us out at Wrestling Recom on Twitter, R-E-C-O-M-M, and Wrestling Recommendations on Facebook. And you can find us wherever podcasts are available. And let us bring our wrestling recommendations to you. You are listening to the Wrestling Purists Podcast, home of the Retro Review Series, sponsored by Anchor. You can listen anywhere podcasts are available. Follow on Twitter at WPPod1. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the retro review courtesy of your very own wrestling purists my name is ryan alongside jeff as always um we just had um elimination chamber this past weekend along with battle in the valley um and i should publicly uh, you know just you know acknowledge this um jeff is still our predictions champion um as much as I would love to like brag and boast, <laughs> uh, just a little bit of luck, I guess. You know, um, a lot of them were chalk. I'll be honest with you, because some of them were no brainers. But um, yeah, yeah, I enjoy what they've done with Bronson Reed on Raw since he kind of came back, was like mysteriously gone for a week or two, and then came back. Um, I thought he looked like an absolute destroyer in that match, in the Elimination Chamber match. I thought it was really well well done. Um, I think uh, I think my Mark side came out when I had picked him because I'm a huge Jonah Mark. Um, Nothing wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But just very, very quickly, we're not going to submarine the show like we normally do. Um, just brief thoughts on what you overall thought about Elimination Chamber. Um, there was a couple of things I didn't like, but I thought Elimination Chamber was really good. Um, well, Sammy and and Roman is worth the price of admission. So that that they could have charged a hundred dollars you know, to watch that one match and it could have been 15 minutes and I would have paid it easy just because you needed to see the end of that. But with that being said, with all that, I, uh, I thought it was a pretty good show for, for, for WWE's, uh, style of wrestling, um, in air quotes, what, what's it you caught? Um, I, I actually enjoyed this top to, well, almost top to bottom. Um, I mean, it's it's very obvious after this kind of some of the matches that we're gonna get um built on the road to WrestleMania. Um it's very clear we're gonna get Seth freaking Rollins and and Logan Paul at Mania. Um we're gonna get Edge versus Finn Balor. 
There's rumor that the demon is making a return. Um, so that would be pretty cool, I think. Um, I think the mixed tag match, it it was more of a more of just a match to fill the card. I don't really necessarily think you needed the mixed tag. Um because you get Edge versus Balor off of it to go to Mania. Um, Beth just kind of goes away. And then, because I mean, you have Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. So um, I thought that match was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Um, Do- Dominic is so... Um, yeah. Uh... And, and look, I have to mention that now because... For the longest time, I took I took a shit on him and his character just being the son of Ray of Ray Mysterio, and now here we are, um, and it's actually working. Yeah, again, there there are some things that are hit or miss, but it, there wasn't anything on the show that was insulting your intelligence or you know just absolute dog shit. So, yeah, I mean, I know that's not a we sound like. A, I'm sounding like I said, it's not a hard bar to, to set, but I mean, in the world we're living in now with basketball matches and everything else, um, and, 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 and WWE included, uh, black, um, Mountain Dew pitch black matches and all that. This one was, was, was pretty good, but like I said, without insulting your intelligence and hitting you over the head with something. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a real fan of the Lashley Brock Le- Brock Lesnar um in air quotes match. Um yeah. it I liked where it was going. Um it reminded me I mean it, I mean it was a rehash because everything is kind of beat for beat um pretty much from Brock Lesnar and and Goldberg. Yep. So and to an extent that's fine and I think we could have done without the dick kick only because you have Bray Wyatt that comes out on SmackDown and he says, whoever wins, you know, I'll be, I'll be waiting for you. And so it's kind of now to this point. Now it looks like we're going to get Lashley and Bray Wyatt based off of that. But um, did you watch raw last night or I mean on Monday? No, I watched the Sammy. Uh, uh, oh. I watched the Sammy um, deal, and that, and that was it. So damn good, by the way. Um, but there is somebody that has stepped up to challenge Brock Lesnar, and that is the Nigerian giant Omos. For Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Good Lord. Mm. But based on him getting beat by... Uh, um, who just AJ and all this and all that? Like, what makes you think he's going? It's 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 the Brian Cage effect. What makes you think he's going to beat Brock Lesnar? Yep, hundred percent. Um, I thought the women's elimination chamber match was the um, best women's chamber match that we've seen in a while. Um, I thought that everybody had their spots, which was great. Um, less Liv Morgan would be great. Because I'm tired of the like somebody putting her in a submission and like her passing out. Like if you if you do that spot so much to the point 
that it's every time she gets put in a submission hold, it loses its luster. Yeah. And it loses the point of like a as you know, they put it, it's a technical submission. Um and it it's she can't she's a fine worker. She can't cut a promo. Um she's she's not as over as the other women that were in this match. Um I think that for what Carmella lacks with her in-ring stuff, at least she can cut a promo. Yeah, um, that's that's definitely fair. Raquel Rod Rodriguez, I don't think can I don't remember the last time she cut a promo, but it but she has kind of that charisma factor that she just looks like a star. She looks like a star and she just kind of has it. Kind of like yeah. Rhea Ripley had, had it. No, you, no one thought, oh, this would happen and this, that, and other. Like, no, but yeah. she just has something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Natty's Natty. Nikki Cross, I'd be very interested to see where they go with her character. I guess on Raw, she's been spying on Candice LeRae. And like she whispered something to Candice LeRae on you know Monday, and she said, and she said, I don't, you know, all some something to the to the beat of all all my friends left and I'm all alone. Hmm. And then just ran away. So I don't know what we're working to for that. Um I did read a rumor online though. Um it's possible we get Gargano and Candice LeRae versus Nikki Cross and a returning Eric Young. Um EY. Yeah. So that's possible, but um, Oscar winning, of course, was the right choice. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I would have been fine with with you know Raquel winning it, but Oscar's the right move. You just you just gave her you know the zombie character back, so you have to kind of put her in that spot. Um, my only thing about that is is. They do this with Asuka all the time, but she never she's she never wins anything. You know, right, right? Yeah. Like no, you're right. And I and I think I think the prime example is she won the Rumble in 2018. And then I mean she lost to Charlotte Flair. I mean, she's the by God queen, but it's all it's you know, you give her this push and you don't do anything with it, or like I mean, I know it was 2020. It was a weird year, but you let her win money in the bank. But then like Becky gives her the title and then she's doing like a hula dance on raw and like mumbling, whatever they want her to mumble at the time. And and it looks fucking goofy. Like, like either we're going to take her seriously and give her a push or we're not. Yeah. And that's, that's where I've always been. I'm not being mean to her, but like, like I said, I don't care about her because they've booked her that way. They booked her for you not to give a damn about her, right? You know? Yep. That's exactly it. Um, Men's Rumble was the best Rumble we've seen in a long time. This is up there, probably top five. Um, Like, I've already gushed about Bronson Reed. Damian Priest looks great. Johnny Gargano looks great. Seth Rollins looked great. Um, I mean, Montez Ford looked great. Um, Austin Theory played Austin Theory, and I think that's good. Kind of the whipping boy throughout the match, and then you know, <laughs> the I mean, in all the, in all reality, you didn't the see proverbial, 
Yeah. Wooden boy. Yep. Mm-hmm. You really didn't see him a whole lot in larger spots throughout the match. He was kind yeah. of powdered for most of it. So, I mean, which is fine because it kind of works with what he's doing. Um, but it got, it, it came down to Theory and Seth. And I'm like, God damn it, these two again? Like, I mean, I was kind of upset by that. But then the Logan Paul stuff happened. And I'm like, well, it's probably going to be Theory and, you know, John, John Cena, as it's been rumored. And they've kind of already started that build on Raw. So, um, sound, sound, hey, sound the trumpets in two weeks because John Cena's coming back. <sighs> to do what? It's going to be him in theory at Mania for the, U, for the U.S. title. It would make him a Grand Slam champion again. Jeez. Yeah, but um, <sighs> that Elimination Chamber match ruled, ruled ass. Um, and then I think we're going <laughs> to skip over Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn. We're going to do a whole episode on it. Um, let's do it. Yeah, so we'll get to that one time comes. But I thought overall it was a pretty decent. It was pretty decent for a, a for a B show. I think being in, I think the crowd was red hot. Um, Sammy Roman was fantastic. Um, best chamber card we've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, and then just to hit on some points from Battle in the Valley, um. I think some just some kind of touch points here. Um pre pre-show match um had David Finley going over Bobby Fish. Um on the main card, um Kento went over Fred Rosser to win the strong openweight championship. I thought that was a decent match. Um Kento won um with some help from Juice Robinson. So Bullet Club for Life. Um, uh, tears of sadness. Um, Eddie Kingston as out of shape and fucking bloated and smoking cigarettes as he is, um, defeats Switchblade Jay White. Um, so he is essentially banished from all new New Japan activity. Um, sad, but um, <sighs> I, I don't really enjoy that it had to be. Eddie Kingston that did it, but well, I was gonna ask you that. Like, what was the deal with Eddie Kingston doing it? That, They've they that, had kind the, of a mini feud coming into this, so that, what that, it was just on strong though. That makes me think like he's not going to AEW, is he? Like look, if it's a loser leaves new new Japan match to where you can't like work with new Japan talent, like you're just not gonna have him on the Forbidden Door shows. Like, I don't think that's something that you have him do so it makes me very on board with Jay White going to WWE. Mm. Um, yeah, I hope so. Um, Tom Lawler went over homicide in the filthy rules fight. Um, this was Jeff's match of the night. Oh, yeah, no ropes and no rules. <laughs> it is a garbage fire. Um, and then the co or the two main event matches, um, Mercedes Mon, sorry, Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks in WWE, went over Kyrie to win the IWGP Women's Championship in her debut match. Um, the match was really, the match was really good. 
Um, obviously, this match was pretty, you know, decided as soon as you kind of made that match because you don't bring uh, Sasha Banks in to lose her first match. No, um, you're right. You're right. Um, and here's the other thing with this is the match went almost 27 minutes. Um, they made it feel like a big deal. Like this was, and the match was really good. I mean, but some things to remember, they've worked together before. They've seen each other work a lot over the years as they were both in NXT and WWE. They've both, they've seen each other work. So they know what's going on. Anybody who Mercedes Money defends the title against, 95 to 98% of them, you will not know their name. And that and 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 look, that's being realistic because oh, yeah. outside of Mercedes Monet, Kyrie, there are some big names. I mean, I mean, I mean, just I mean, Iwatani's got to be on on the list at some point. Um, out outside of that, um, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Haya Shishida, but maybe. Only those two women are really kind of the top there. And, and they'll probably use the tournament to kind of get the next opponent, I guess. But they've already decided um, who that's going to be. But um, you're you're just not going to know who they are. So, um, And it's going to be very weird seeing Sasha Banks work with somebody who... Um, is very is very stardom based and hasn't gotten a lot of work outside of you know Japan and Asia and now you have somebody coming in who strictly works kind of this you know American way yeah I agree so it's going to be interesting to see and then obviously the main event Okada retains over Tana is what it is. Um, I mean, he's the best wrestler alive. Facts. Yep. Um, but, oh, and then there was the, um, and then there was the Muda retirement show. Um, did you happen to catch any of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you what did you think of everything? Um I mean I'm I'm a, I I love Muda so you're not going to hear me this I'm not going to say anything bad about it but Bro. I mean was it the best thing ever? No, but it's it's a damn retirement match so Um I mean the mat I mean so we so we did have him take take <laughs> and I'm surprised that uh he didn't kill Muda. Um but it was but it was Tetsuya Naito, and of course, you go out on your back. Yeah, I'm. So, um, did they ever explain why it was Naito, or something we don't know? Or um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't do too much okay. looking in into it, but I'm sure there is a greater picture there. Um, and then we had a spot with him. Um, God damn, what's his name? Um, Chono, which mm-hmm. was which, which was really cool. Um, 
but the match with Okada and Kaito Kiyomaya, oh my gosh. Load load the fuck up. Okay. This is a brand this is a new side of Okada that people are going to absolutely love. Yeah, people like me. Um make sure you got your mouthpiece in. Best I could tell you. Um yeah. And I wish they would have let this build a build a little bit more. Um but the build was the the build was phenomenal. Um maybe they wanted to do it quicker because it would, they wanted to get on the mooted retirement show, but they could run this back plenty of times. Um, um, Kiyomaya is only 26. Um, yeah, he's fucking stud. Stud, 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 but yeah. Um, so that was great there as well. Um, so that was kind of the wrestling over the weekend. Um, obviously, the big one was Elimination Chamber. And this one was scheduled to be um, the Ring of Honor ninth anniversary show. We talked it up last week. Um, I hate the Ring of Honor app. And last time we had a show, it didn't work for Jeff. It worked for me. And then now vice versa. It worked mm-hmm. for Jeff. It didn't work for me. And I... Um, I said, fuck it. And I said, you know what? Elimination Chamber um, is this weekend. And so let's take a look at um, the one that happened 10 years ago. Um, So we're looking at the 2013 edition of the show. Um, So this is on the road to WrestleMania 29. Um, Which I attended. Oh, that's right. I want to circle. <laughs> I want to circle back to that here a little later. Yeah. Um, but this show, February seventeenth, from the New Orleans Arena, now known as the Smoothie King Center, um, in New Orleans, <laughs> Louisiana. Um, now we did cover uh, the Royal Rumble from twenty thirteen. Um, John Cena won the Rumble. Um. The Rock won the main event, defeated CM Punk. Uh, stipulation there would have been had the Shield interfered, Punk would have been stripped of his title. Um, but originally with that match, um, CM Punk did go over the Rock, but it was restarted because the Shield interfered. Um, so I, that's kind of an asterisk there, but the Rock still got the title in the end. Um, now, at the end of the Royal Rumble, okay, you had John Cena win the Rumble. The Rock wins the main event. So, at that point, you already know what's coming. And immediately, as soon as the referee counts three for The Rock, um, there goes one. there goes once in a lifetime. Yep. And we talked about WrestleMania 28 last year. And the big thing there was that it was once in a lifetime. We hadn't seen John Cena and The Rock square off. And the match was really good. And now we're on the build to this. And what do, what do they normally say about sequels? 
Um, well, usually nothing's better than the original, right? Yeah. Damn straight. And we'll we'll figure out next month whether that's the case or not, because we will be covering WrestleMania 29 during our WrestleMania journey here. Um, so it, it's going to be a very interesting show. Um, the card on paper um, does not look thrilling, to be honest. Um, but let's dig right in. Let's get started um, with this. Um, kind of just to cover the kickoff uh, show here. Um, tons of funk. Um, <laughs> um, that would be Lord Tensai, um, also known as Sweet T, also known as Prince Albert, also known as A-Train, um, uh, and his tag team partner, Brodus Clay, also known as your current NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, uh, Tyrus. Bad fucking piece of shit. Taking on Team Road <laughs> Scholars. Um, that would be um the dashing one himself, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and Damian Sandow. Um Aaron Aaron Stevens now in current day NWA. Um, tons of funk go over, of course, in a four-minute match. Um, who cares? Um, I just wanted to shit on Tyrus. Do it. Um so we open up with a video package um, talking about the Elimination Chamber, um, focusing on the six-man tag, um, focusing on the um, Roxy and Punk match and rivalry. Sure. Um, it was decent. Um, we get Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler, and JBL on the call for this. And we open up with... Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship match. Um, so this is the champion, Alberto Del Rio. Um, of course, his own personal ring announcer, Ricardo Rodriguez, um, also known as El Local. Um, he did um, have a um, NXT Tag Team title match in yeah. 2014. Yeah. 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 Good old El Local. Um Taking on the big show and so I typically tend to avoid big show matches altogether. Um, and it's nothing personal. Um, he could, he was more athletic as the giant. Um, he had a couple of world title runs in him. Then he ballooned, uh, over 550 pounds during his ECW run. Um, came back. This is kind of where he's starting to get himself in shape. Um, but I tend to avoid these matches because he can't work. <laughs> to put mm -hmm. it very bluntly, um, it's a very one-note match. Um, this actually surprised me. Now, let's not get carried away. It's not match of the night. It should not have gone over 13 minutes. Um, and as far as openers go, no. Um, but it's, given all of that and given everybody involved, um, I thought that it was a fine match. Um, 
this was this time period where I just couldn't like they were fucking over the big show left, right, front and center. He was face and then heel and then face and then heel. And then he was at the authority and then he wasn't. And so nobody cares about the big show. Like Alberto Del Rio here is the face. Like damn near, you know? Oh, yeah. And what well, he and, is 100% the face here. Well, yeah, and he's he, and the crowds chant for him like a mother, and like they should. And his ring announcer's over, and he's over. Then, in the realm of big show matches, the match wasn't bad, but God, they just shit on big show the whole time, pouring the paint on top of him and all that. I mean, he just completely took the piss out of him. Like, big the big show, if he's gonna lose, okay, cool, whatever, but like, you made him tap out, like the big show tapped out. Uh, not a fan of it. I hated this match. Whoa, okay. Yeah, again, so not that what they did in the ring was wrong. No, again, like it, it's a better Big Show match. But just between the promo and again, this is a this is a touchy subject for me because I'm a mark and I was hitting the trails hard during this time. Well, always my entire life, but especially harder during this time. And like, I remember all this stuff very vividly and uh, just was BS. I didn't like it. Again, uh, Dario didn't do anything wrong. Big Show didn't do anything wrong. I just didn't like the whole booking and how everything went. But, and then Ed, this has, so if Big Show is the opener to your pay-per-view, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, Not, not wrong. <laughs> Um, what I will say is, um, Alberto Del Rio looked fine. Um, yes, the big show compared to normal big show in ring worked, worked, looked fine. Um, should this have gone on first? Absolutely not. Um, the finish is fucking stupid, too. Um, he there's a there's some kind of bucket. I thought that they had just borrowed that bucket from um, the Godwins for a second. Well, I know sometimes they used to have back in this time period, they used to have like confetti in it and they would like water mm. or confetti and you didn't know which one you were going to get. But yeah. Then you get a bucket spot, which. which... That, well, that's the spot. It's like the Instagram into the bucket, into the big show's head. And this bucket looks fake as hell, too. I'll give him this. That was actually a good spike. Just j- j- the way it was executed was good. Yeah. Like, but then that led again, into I'm, the submission. So, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not a fan for a bucket being in a wrestling ring. But if you're going to gimmick it and, and, and put it in a, you know, whatever, like it was executed very well. At least I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, Match was all right, though. It's not anything that I'd watch again, but um, Del Rio does retain. Um, he will go on um, to WrestleMania 29. God, who does he face? Oh, we'll get to that Wait, in a little bear. bit. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll get that a little bit. I want to say, um, do you, you, you don't have to tell me, but if memory serves me correct, Barrett wins it at a Raw. Or something like that, and then Barrett wrestles. God, did he wrestle wrestling there? Because it was it was actually raining. But go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, Holy go ahead. shit! How do you how do you like how do you piece all that together? Like, oh, it was <laughs> raining. Oh, it took me 
hours to get like I just uh, again I, I'm not special, but I love pro wrestling to a fault. Unfortunately, you do as well, Cod. You do as well. Yeah. Um, you're gonna be really upset when I when we get to that, and I tell you how he who he lost it to. Who anyway, lost it to? No, 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 no. We'll get there. Um, but Del Rio does retain the world heavyweight oh. championship. Oh man. Uh, yep, it's coming to you. We'll circle back to it when we get there. Um podcast over with. <laughs> <laughs> and look, look, there's a whole but... story to this. Everybody's <laughs> like, what the hell is going on right now? Look, how did there's I not a whole, remember that? There's Listen... a whole story to this. Well, uh, we'll get into it, but kind of what do they say? You know, when something's too bad, your brain wants to block it out. You know what yep. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How did I not remember this? Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> moving on to the uh, United States Championship match. Um, champion, sorry, current champion Antonio Cesaro, um, known at, well, currently known as Blackpool Combat Club member Claudio Castagnoli. Um, he side side note. He came out to the ring tonight uh, um, on on Dynamite for the opener between Yuta and Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Guess what was around his waist? What? Fucking nothing. And he's the Ring of Honor World Champion. How's that happen? Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Was the guy um, stuck in baggage? Must have. Yeah. Um, Cesaro taking on. The Miz, and this is face Miz. This is not heel Miz. Um, that's kind of where my review starts and ends for this. Um, yep. this finish was a crock of shit, too. Yeah, and so the actual back and forth and working on the shoulder because it was all taped up, working on the arm was. At, was actually good on you know Cesaro's part. The match was well worked. Um, I cannot buy the Miz as as a face. Um, the Miz has never been a good face. He is always a smarmy heel. Um, always just a you know cunning linguist. Always really good on the mic. He is not a face. No. Um. Yeah, so Cesaro fights off the figure four. Miz trips and um, lands on Cesaro's nether regions. Um, little Nate, unsure of really what's happening, what's going on, um, calls for DQ. So, again, I'll say what I said last match. This, this is actually a good spot, and it was executed very well. I just don't understand why you needed these two guys to do to get out of this match like this, or like you you could easily had a account out, you know what I'm saying, and got yeah. the same weird thing compared to a low blow. The commentators were putting it over though, so I'll give them that. But um, you know, yeah, trash. They were doing their best, and then after the match, Miz, um. Takes Cesaro to Dick Kick City anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Um, dumb, super dumb. Yep. I I really don't understand why at this point we're protecting the Miz. 
or why <laughs> we have a need to do this. Yeah. Um. Just a just a spoiler alert. Um. The United States Championship is not defended at WrestleMania 29. No, and if I can backtrack, I what I said about Wade Barrett, that was the Intercontinental Championship. Yep, and putting it all together, um, the Miz is on the pre-show and gets an IC title match against Wade Barrett. Also, Wade Barrett not on this card. Davis, ridiculous. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Cesaro retains the U.S. title. Huzzah, nobody cares. Um, who does he lose it to? For some reason I dig down these rabbit holes. No, no, you gotta do what's good guy. for you. Yeah. I don't know if it's really good for me. It just I think I like to submarine the show. Um oh oh gosh, okay. Um he loses it on a random episode of Raw. Wow. Two. Boom, boom, boom. It's Kofi mm. Kingston. Yeah. Kofi. Oh, don't worry. And then um, at Extreme Rules, he drops it to Dean Ambrose, uh, who carries yeah. it for 351 fucking days. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Useless. Useless, useless, useless. Backstage, we are with Team Hell No. This is the t- this is the team of Kane and Daniel Bryan. Um, so if your memory serves you correctly, which I'll remind you it probably does, um, this is the spot where um, Kane gets eliminated by Daniel Bryan. Um, Daniel Bryan gets n- thrown over by Antonio Cesaro. And Kane proceeds to catch Dan- Daniel Bryan. And, mm-hmm. it's this, and it's actually a good spot where you know the crowd is completely into this yes move movement all already. And and he's sitting there and Kane's holding him and he's just going, No, no, and then he just drops him. Yeah. So it's a good spot. It is. Um so they're backstage, and so Kane wants to win because he's never had a WrestleMania main event. In 15 uh, years. Yeah, oh, in 15 years, you're right. Um, and then Daniel Bryan said that they should work together until they're the final two. Um, and then Kane says, you watch my back, and I'll watch my back, and then walk away. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. That was a good bit. It is. It is. Um, but we go to that match now. Um, this is the elimination chamber match. Um, the winner of this gets a world heavyweight championship match at WrestleMania twenty nine. Um, go through the combatants here. Um, we get. Uh, we get Randy Orton. Uh, Chris Jericho, uh, former Ring of Honor champion, Chris Jericho, sorry. Um, <sighs> world, world's Strongest Man, Mark Henry, Kane, Daniel Bryan, and Jack Swagger with Zeb Coulter. Um, when we first got the uh, We the People gimmick and um, 
Swagger and Zeb, and Zeb Coulter were like just, you know, running their mouths and they got, uh, you know, main, some mainstream attention uh, from, you know, Glenn, from Glenn Beck, I believe, from Fox News. Yeah. Um, so w- what what did you think of the gimmick itself? Okay, so this kind of goes against everything. So I, I was waiting. I was. I didn't know you were going to go right into that because I was going to tell you this. So at this time, I hated Jack Swagger. You sure did, because like, everybody did. I couldn't stand him. I um, you know, to he to he to put it for you, he was my Dominic Mysterio. Like I oh, just couldn't. God, why? I, I well, I mean, I I just. I just didn't like Jack Swagger. He's come on and do the push-ups and like, and then like drop down the push-ups. I was like, Can I get this fucking guy out of here. Um, he was also a big Jr. guy, not in the not in like the Doctor Death sense, but um, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, only only you know two Doctor Deaths out of a scale of ten, but <laughs> damn it. But yes, but yes, you're right. Um, and then he went to this. We the people gimmick, and I couldn't get enough of it. Like it's I, great. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good on this like, you know, like hardcore. Uh, would you say Republican or right wing kind of? You know what I'm saying? Like this. Like I mean, they, they didn't really say anything. They didn't really touch on it, but you kind of got that. You know, we the people. And all this, you know, like that that type of gimmick. But oh, I I ate it up. And then also to Zeb Coulter, aka Dutch Mantel, you know, he's great, you know. Mm-hmm. So because Swagger couldn't talk to save his life, and you put him with him, and Mantel can talk, you know, he can sell an ice cream to an Eskimo, and it was perfect. Then he started coming down with the then he started coming down with the cart, like the little handicap little cart. Oh, uh, it was it was absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And then the then the We the People shirt, I mean, it's it just it was it was good. He he was over. He was so uh, over. Yeah, you were was, you were saying the shirt, and all I could think of is the outline of the hand. Hand, yeah. It's yeah. such a great shirt. Yeah, it's such a great shirt. Um, I have it around here somewhere actually, but but yes. Oh, you would. Oh, I was all in on it. It's so good, so good. That's why yeah. uh, spo- spoiler alert he 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 went to chamber. Um and that's why when he won the chamber I was like no shit like they're really they're really going with swagger. Um but again if memory serves me correct didn't he get a DUI or something like that and he didn't what happened with him right Cod am I making that up my memory says no I believe it was a I think it was a it might have been a wellness five violation. Okay. I'm gonna look while you're still talking. Yeah, but I'm, I want to say he had something, and then they because he didn't wrestle at WrestleMania for that, and they took it from him and something. I think so. Again, if memory serves me correct, I know he had some type of altercation or something, and then he got. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if they came out and actually stripped him of whatever, but maybe there was a match or some type of. Uh, stipulation or something. Can we also on your knees? Can, can we also talk talk about too when Mark Henry comes out how over he is with the crowd? Ah, damn! The Hall of Pain is over. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Again, I can't remember the year, but the money in the bank in Philly we went to, and he should have beat John Cena. Oh, my man. You should have been there. That place was fucking electric. So electric. Yeah. Um, I can't find anything directly. Okay, um, I can almost guarantee it, you but that. I feel like that's what that, that's what happened. Y yeah, I, I can almost guarantee you. Again, I don't remember what happened, but something happened, and he did or didn't do something, or tested or didn't test something, and then they went with him. Well, they were they went with him obviously by him winning, and then something Let's happened. See here. Oh, okay, yeah. I had to type in um, swagger wellness violation. Um, so this was on February twentieth. Um, TMZ broke the story uh, that he was arrested in Mississippi after a SmackDown taping, charged with DUI, marijuana possession, ah. and speeding. Look at look at your boy's memory. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, um, I thought so. It was, was kind of half half. So I have, I'll, I'll give you the bigger half. How about that? Yeah, I, I, again, I thought it was DUI, but I was like, no, Swagger wouldn't do that. Oh, unbeknownst to me, I was right. <laughs> so ultimately, even though he had one of the hottest gimmicks in in WWE at this time, I mean, other than your big name players, this is the main reason why he wouldn't go on to win the world title. I mean, obviously, yeah. I don't know if they would have still called the audible that they did. Um, Probably yeah. not. I mean, um, if he doesn't yeah. do that, doesn't I mean, listen, you don't. I, I could be wrong here. I'm not. I've never ran a promotion, nor do I ever want to, but. You don't let him win this damn chamber match, right? If you're just gonna, right? If you're just gonna not book him, um, or, or not, or, or not. I mean, don't be wrong. Like it, it is possible. But so in so in my mind, if you still wanted to give Swagger the rub here, um, say the you know arrest and DUI and all that stuff does doesn't happen, you know, and even if the plan is, um for him to win the title at mania and then still have the cash in on raw. Um, I mean, I, I think that's totally possible because that, yeah, I, because I thought about Sami Zayn. There's no reason, even if you still have that mindset that Sammy is not, you know, a main event guy, you, you can still give him the rub while, you know, in, in Montreal. And then on Friday, you know, for, Sm for SmackDown, you know, have the rematch or the following week on SmackDown, have the rematch. Yeah. There's no reason why that couldn't have happened, but you're right. I you know, digress. Um, but to circle back to this chamber match, I thought it was a pretty good chamber match. All things considered. Um, yeah. I, <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. Randy Orton over like a motherfucker boy. Oh, look, Everybody in this match I mean, is pretty hot, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Swagger's got the new gimmick. Jericho's Jericho. Team Team Hell No is over with the crowd. Mark Henry has the Hall of Pain. Randy Orton is RKOing people left, right, front, and center. Everybody is over in this match, and I think that's why it works so well with everybody involved. And I think what I liked about this chamber match... Um, that other chamber matches are lacking um, is just the ring psychology. And there are some points in this where I'm, where I'm like, well, that makes no God, goddamn sense at all. Um, 
because people were doing trying to lock in finishers and yeah. they're locked in a finisher and it's like we forgot what the rules were for like a split second you know but the storytelling and the psychology within the match i thought was really good yeah um, uh, we do start out with, God damn it! We start out with Daniel Bryan and Chris Jericho. Smart move. Um, God damn it! Chris Jericho's in this match for over a half hour. Good for him. Um, and he's in sh- and he's in shape. Imagine that. Fuck yeah, he's in shape. Yeah, I guess it's another bloated asshole. It's that you know carried around the Ring of Honor World Title and carried the brand, might I say, for months. Well, because. You know, thank God for Chris Jericho to put Cesaro over because, you know, no one knew what the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title was before he had it. And God forbid someone had, you know, had to put Cesaro on the map. But no one, but yeah, no one knew who Cesaro was before he stepped in the ring with the Ocho. Yeah. Not or at was all. he, or was he the wizard? Uh, probably both. Okay. Um, so Brian and Jericho started um, Jack Swagger in at number three. Um, Kane in at number four. Orton at five and Mark Henry at six. And I did burn through those because we do not get an elimination until Mark Henry comes in at six. Yeah. Um, I thought which, that was a nice touch. What'd you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, and I enjoy that. And I, I like it both ways though. You know, like if there's three or four guys in there and somebody gets an elimination, like I'm totally fine with that. Um, but the fact that there's just so much chaos going on and we're getting the chamber spots, um, I didn't mind mind at all. I thought I thought it was a nice touch as well. Yep. Um, so our first elimination is Daniel Bryan, courtesy of Mark Henry. Then it's Kane, courtesy of Mark Henry. Um so you know, cool. Um, and I thought the way that they eliminated Kane was so awesome. Um, yeah, he catches Kane and then hits the world's strongest slam, and then he looks and then we get a camera shot and he's just like, "That's that's what I do." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, okay, sure. Keep doing so what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing." Um, so we get um. Further into this thing, uh, we get a big boot, a code breaker, and an RKO um, to eliminate Mark Henry next. Um, he kills everybody with a world's strongest slam, which he's pulling a Vader. Smart. Um, God, what rumble was that? Was that 90? Was that 96 or 97? When what? No, it was 96. Um it was it was Rumble '96 where um, Vader gets eliminated and then comes back in and eliminates everybody. Yeah, and then um, everybody gets to come back in because that's the rules. Um, but then like Gorilla Monsoon comes down and gets in Vader's face. Yep. Uh, big uh, speaking of big big shout out um, to the Gorilla Monsoon pod podcast. It's fantastic. Oh. Absolutely, absolutely. It's what it's the best thing going on fucking Twitter right now. Ah, eh, fuck off. We are anyway. Actually, they might be just slightly more, a little bit more comical than we are. 
Oh, right now, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so everybody's laid out. It's pretty much an even playing field at this point. Um, so everybody's hitting each other's finishers. Um, Orton and Jericho squaring off. Orton hits Jericho with an RKO. Um, gets rid of him, and then right after that, Swagger sneaks up behind Orton, rolls him up, the most devastating move in all of professional wrestling, and gets rid of Randy Orton right after. Yeah, it's great. Um, I I normally don't like the roll-up finishes because I think the spot with the 24-7 title kind of killed it, but I think here um, it was it, it was cleverly used. I thought that it was great. Well, I, I it worked here for me too because it was um, if I could copy in the NFL or football, it was a bang bang play. You know, there wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't like it happened and he was standing there like, what what should I do? Which way should I go? No, yeah. boom, rolled up, boom, very believable. Yeah, and with all of the chaos and carnage and. You know, everything else that was going on within the chamber, I thought it was kind of a kind of a clever, I wouldn't say turn, but um, kind of just a different finish that we hadn't seen. So um, good on them. It was awesome. Um, I'm also seeing on social media that um, there was a women's rest wrestling match on Dynamite that was awful. I mean, what else is new? Oh, it was Soraya and um, fucking um, Sky Sky Blue. Again, what else is new? Um, this is from Twitter. Um, I'm gonna pull their name up here. Um, um, as if they're not biased already enough. This is coming from All Elite Botches. <laughs> hey. We just witnessed three minutes of the worst women's wrestling on AEW Dynamite. Soraya fucking sucks. She does. Bruh, we said this in November. D- d- who's good that's on the roster? Tony Storm. Jamie Hader. Jamie. Oh, yeah. Tony Storm. Storm, Hader, Baker, because she doesn't do the shit that she can't do. You know, yep. you know I mean, she's not she's not some wrestling wizard, pun, pun intended, but yeah. she doesn't do the shit she can't do. Statlander's pretty good when she's healthy. And Ruby Soho's not bad. It looks she like does, um she does okay. Yeah. Uh it, it looks like it's gonna be um Ruby Soho and Jamie Hayter at at a uh, revolution. Um so cool. Um, but anyway, um, I thought this was a solid chamber match. Um, after seeing the 2023 edition, I mean, obviously wrestling has changed a lot in 10 years. Um, I actually didn't really exist for 2017, but, um, I thought the 2023 version was much better, but this, that's not to overshadow this one. This was still a solid one. Um, yeah. I thought everybody got their spots in. Everybody got over. Cool. Get in, get out. 
All right. Well, there's this thing next. It's a six-man tag. Um, kind of just for the fuck of it here. Um, we have the WWE Super Team of uh, John Cena, Sheamus, and Scumbag Ryback um, taking on uh, The Shield. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. Yep. Hold it out of my ass. I that's probably what it is. It, um, that's it. Okay, good. Um I want to know what you thought of this match first. So for me, this was just pure nostalgia. I enjoyed it because I got to see the shield kind of do their thing. Um but Ryback sucks. John Cena's John Cena. And no disrespect to um, Seamus, but you know when he's not in a, when he's not in some type of no holds bar or no DQ, money in the bank situation, he's okay. Yeah. It's it's cool to go back and watch these things, and I remember this because I tweeted this at the wrestle whenever Seth Rollins he- heisted heisted the title, and I think I tweeted he's a future professional wrestling and. I was right to some extent, but when you go back and you get to see some of these guys were, you know, working together, you know, they're 10 years later. It's crazy. Um, Rollins is still Rollins. Roman R- R- I mean, Rollins is a star. Like I always thought he would be Tyler black ring of honor, stand up reigns has gone the full gambit of being pushed over, you know, just crammed down your throat. John Cena style to being the guy. And you have the other one who is the Messiah on the other channel and anti-establishment and will blade for food. will blade for ratings. <laughs> um, no, I like, I like the first one better. <laughs> John, John Moxley, uh, um, who is complete trash who, when you look at him here, Oh, look at him here is by, he's in better shape and his works better. Imagine that, you know, but, but again, you're going back and seeing these guys through lenses that you hadn't seen them through in a long, long time. So, Again, nostalgic just watching some of this shield stuff. But I mean again, the match is okay. Like again, no one's getting dropped on their head. There wasn't any BS going on or anything like that. But God boy, I hate fucking Ryback. I can't stand this motherfucker. And that was way before any of his podcasts about the ring and all that stuff. Now he's he, he's like a poor man's Goldberg, and I hated Goldberg, so you know You're gonna hate him by default. Yeah, yeah just just by default. Wake hey, up. he's Um, always running to the camera side like screaming and yelling like goldberg like like i'm so i'm so unhinged like okay um he's the toxic avenger just not as cool yeah yeah he's a he's a bland toxic avenger fucking terrible um toxie is really cool by the way um yeah, Ryback, they super missed the boat on him. Um, they missed him in the Hell in a Cell match. They missed him um, at the Rumble. Um, because if you remember, him and Cena were the last two. And if you're going to push this man and put him in world title matches, um you can at least give the man a rub in the rumble and they missed it. So not that I'm saying he should have won, 
But if that's the point in time you want to put him over, that's the boat, and there it sails. It's gone. So yep. be that as it may, I'm on board with Jeff here. It was cool to kind of sit back and watch the shield work before um, we see what they've kind of evolved into today. And it's wild to think that this was 2013. This was their second match. Yeah. That blew your mind. Yeah. In 2013. So, you know, taking the shield, you have Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, both top, top, I would argue top, 10 wrestlers in the world overall. Um, yeah. Scumbag Mox is in another another dimension. Um, but John, but just like you said, John Cena is John Cena. Ryback can't work. He probably can't wipe, wipe his own ass. And then there's Sheamus just doing Sheamus things. Yeah, she- Sheamus is fine, but, you know, he's not a... No one's confusing him for uh, Kurt Henning or anything. No. Um... So just a bunch of a bunch of fuckery here at the end. Um, so Cena hits Mox with the AA. Um, Ryback has Seth up for the shell shock. Don't forget that was his finisher. Uh, the shell shock. Um, Roman Reigns came back um, into the ring. Um, after the uh, barricade spot, which is overused as hell, mm-hmm. um, Reigns spears Ryback, um, and in in what I thought was actually a great turn of events, um, Seth instead of falling backwards onto the mat, falls forward onto Ryback and gets the three. Um, oh yeah. Look, it, it was what it was. Um, the last few minutes were really good. Um, the Shield could have punted a live baby into the crowd and they would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes. I mean, I, I mean, it's not Snitsky worthy, but, you know, it's not, it's not my fault. Go on. Um, but I'm... But this is very early, early shield. So we're not even. No, we're not even to the even the peak of what's coming because um, we do get the shield at Mania. God damn it. We sure do. We do. And wow, it's another six six man tag. Gross. Um. Oh God! Added the big. It's it's still Sheamus, um. But then adds the Big Show and Randy Orton into it. Oh boy. Uh yeah. No high hopes there, buddy. Sorry. Sorry to ruin your night. <sighs> so next up is Mister Money in the Bank himself. Dolph Ziggler, uh, he is out with AJ Lee and Big E still has his last name Langston. Um, but Dolph coming out saying that 
he's the money in the bank holder. He's should be on the card. He's not. Um, you know, he's shitting on swagger for winning his match and you know, he won his briefcase, whatever. Um, and fuck me sigh sideways. Did you remember that Booker T was the SmackDown GM at this point? Um, I didn't until I had seen him come out there, and I was like, "That's right." I was like, "No shit." Look, I should I should have mentioned it during the Mark Henry spot where he world strong slams he came to out. everybody. He comes out. Oh, yeah, and his assistant Teddy Long. Oh, Theodore. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Th- oh, Theodore. Yeah, yeah. Um, you totally gotta get out of here. You gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, now you're a fat fuck too. Um, but he comes out and he's like, "Oh, I know somebody that can do everything that you can do, and then some." But uh, who the fuck is there left? And then, um, Kofi Kingston, who is still Jamaican at this point, uh-huh. um, SOS. Is, yeah. I heard them. I heard them shouting. <laughs> SOS. Um. So the uh so the match is made. It's an impromptu match here. Uh Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston. Um this match goes for under four four minutes and has a pretty deep burn on a on AJ Lee. Um I sent the clip to Jeff because I didn't know what I had just listened to. Um and <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler, you know, um, calls AJ Lee a doorknob. Why is why is that, Jeff? Why is why is she a doorknob? I I don't know, Kyle. You you can say it. Because everybody gets a turn. (laughs) To be fair, I mean, listen, 2014's a time. It's ten years ago. Or 2013. It's 10 years ago, but trust me, you can still have fun back in those days and say things. Um, to be fair to King, I mean, she was with everybody. She was with Kane. She was at Cena. She was with Punk. She was with Ziggler. They're kind of, I guess, creative. Brian. Yeah, creative. They didn't know what the hell to do with her. No. Um, I think it was JBL that compared her to, oh my God. It was some sports figure. Um, God damn it! I'll figure it out later, and it'll just piss me off. But it's funny. Um, and just you, you, just like you said in 2013, you can kind of say whatever you wanted. Still. Oh yeah. Um, fun. Good old days. Ziggler wins. Okay. Um. Makes me almost feel like something, something didn't go as long as it should have. Through the whole the whole pay per view, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Something was messed up either way, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! All the way off. It's Jamie Jamie Hader challenges Ruby Soho and Soraya at Revolution for the title. Um, she's gonna drop it then. Remember when? Um, remember when there were you know rankings, and where did where did that go? Soraya, Soraya's not hurt yet. 
Uh, by the way she works, she looks like it. Jeez. Um. Backstage. Oh wait, no, no, no. Biggie then destroys Kofi Kingston as uh Ziggler and AJ Lee just watch. So cool. Um. Biggie didn't talk, but he sure kicked ass. Let's do it. Um. Now backstage, uh, tons of funk, um, playing with action figures, uh, kind of circling back to being able to say whatever you want to in 2013. Um, Tensai admits that he isn't sure what the words on his face say, says it could be a sushi menu. (laughs) Then they all danced. Yeah. To make a long story short, with lights, lights and music and everything. Oh my God, it gets worse. Um, then we get a match. Yeah. Um, it, it. Tell me if you remember this one. It's Caitlin, the Divas Champion, defending against uh, Tamina Snuka. Uh, I mean, I didn't forget, but I forgot about old Caitlin. So, hear me out here. Hot take. After I at, at first, once I saw this, I was gonna I was gonna fast forward this match, but I didn't, and I actually watched this match twice. So fuck you. Hear me out. Oh uh, God, I don't want to. Um, I thought Caitlin did a pretty good job. Like, so again, during this time period of divas, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. Her shit looked real. She was like really drop kicking, really punching. Like she, she didn't look, she looked different than Tamina. And to me, she looked different than the girls in this time period. I think maybe she could have been something. Maybe if she came along now, you know, during this women's revolution, this, I know there again, by no means am I saying she's Charlotte Flair or Becky or like Oscar. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I think she kind of watching this match through this lens of 2013, she looked like she she stuck out a little bit to me. Um with with just just with some of the stuff she did. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, Kai doesn't give a fuck. Got it. Yeah, all right. I I really don't. Um I hated this match. I hated everything about it. Oh well um, oh here, Tamina's... it wasn't it wasn't good. No, it's awful. Yeah, Tamina, it wasn't good at all. Tamina can't work. Could never work. No. Um, if her last name was Smith, she wouldn't have have a job right now. That's a hundred percent accurate. Also, there's the Samoan factor, but is what it is. Um, Kate, Caitlin's fine, I guess. Again, um, I, I I'm not saying. And to be fair, this is an isolated incident. We're watching one match, you know. But again, I watched this match and I was like, she, she she looked physical and the shit that she was doing, she was doing at 100 miles per hour. So that's all I'm saying. Like she wasn't like she didn't have that like, Ugh, I'm a girl, Ugh, I'm punching, and I can know she was she was like running the ropes mm-hmm. for real. Like when she speared her at the end for the finish, she speared her like for it looked real. Like it looked like she was actually trying to hurt somebody and like beat up this other girl in the ring, not you know. Like play pity pat and be like, oh, I don't really want to hurt you, or like, yeah. So, yeah. do with it what you want. 
Um, I looked at this match. It was uh, about three minutes long. Um, I Did watched you ask for it. it? No. Oh. I wish Lex I Luger. would have, though. No. I should have. I should have known what I was getting myself into. Um, but what I did gain from this match and what I did gain information wise, um, is that we were, is that in just over a year from this pay pay-per-view, um, Kate, uh, Caitlin would go into a, uh, mini retirement. Um, yeah. And, um, what is pretty cool here? Um, she was on the Indies. Um, in very small spurts um, at the end of 2017. But then 2018, she came back. She was in the May Young Classic. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. She yep. won her first round match. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And I want to say, too, she was like all brunette that time, too. Yeah. Not her little two-tone, yeah. Fucking smoke show. Um. And lost in the second round. Uh to Mia Yim. Who was Whoever actually that is. who was actually called Mia Yim. Go fucking figure. Um you, you, you mean that they're not they're not called they didn't switch her name to Meacham, but they but the commentary keeps calling her Mia Yim. <laughs> Meacham. Okay. Let's get, our, sure. let's get our shit together here. Um yeah, um, Tamina misses. Um, uh, Tamina misses the Jimmy Snuka special. Um, and I'm not talking about killing a random person. I'm talking about the Superfly Splash. Um, and she misses that. Caitlin hits a spear and retains her butterfly title. Yep. Now let's get to why everybody bought this pay-per-view. Damn right. And I'll let you kind of start off here. Um, This is the WWE Championship match. Um, The Rock defending against CM Punk. He's a Heyman guy. Um, Jeff. has. (sighs) All right. Well, God. One, you can fuck off. And two, one, this video package is great. Yes. This storyline is great. And you know why that is? It's because CM Punk is great. He's great. Yeah. I mean, he 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 just is. And I got it. And people are gonna like whine and complain and say, Oh, Jeff, like well, he he doesn't flip and he doesn't no, he doesn't. His wrestling ability is fine. He's just, you know, he's your generic wrestler. He has a couple things. He's not going to drop anybody on their head, but he can talk his ass off. He can sell his ass off. He can get you into the arena to watch him either slay a dragon or get his fucking teeth kicked down his throat. Am I? Am I? Am I right there, God? Absolutely right. Yeah, he he is the draw. He's the draw, and. The Rock's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, The Rock's a rock. Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that 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 Punk's a better wrestler than The Rock per se. No, but what I'm telling you is, is he's a fucking draw. 
So all this stuff is great. He comes to the ring. He has the title. He stole the title. People are still cheering him. This is also a time where, like, yeah, Rock's getting cheered, but but during this time there was a uh, uh, still a bunch of rebels that didn't want the Rock because he was a part timer. You know what I mean? So people were still behind CM Punk, and he's coming out. He's kissing the belt, and he's milking it for all it's worth. And it's absolute fucking gold. It's gold. Oh, it's so good. Um, also, I memory serves me correct. I want to say it was like, uh, well, well, Punk, you know, 434 days as champion. And then he had uh, 22 or 20, 21, 22, 23 days um, that that Rock was champion at the point. And, and, you know, oh, and by the way, he's when he comes out there to Cod, he's crying before the thing. It was, I was, it was stolen and I beat. I beat the rock. It's just, it's just good stuff. Oh, it's just all good stuff. Um, then the rock comes out there and looks like a fucking million dollars. Have mercy, Jesus. I mean, he just looks like a machine, you know, an absolute fucking machine. Um, I thought this match again was overbooked because, you know, I don't think anybody was beating anybody clean in this situation, you know, with no. the, with the tomfoolery that was that was that had gone on beforehand, you know, the match at the Rumble with the booking and all that. Um, but I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, I think uh, I think you had a you you Punk played his card cards right by trying to get Rock disqualified and spitting in his face and doing all this stuff and and again it goes to show you like punk isn't a he, he can be a face it's fine but he's a fucking heel and you mm-hmm. want to just fucking knock his fucking head off i mean he's a dickhead that's who he is that's who he's always going to be but he's a draw and again you just want to squeeze him to death because you know art imitates life life Im- imitates art but yeah, uh, I enjoyed this match. Again, I'm a CM Punk homer, so we probably be asking the wrong person. By no means is this, uh, you know, anything in the Tokyo Dome or, you know, whatever. Like, no. Um, oh, oh hot, hot take two. Rock's not really a good wrestler, everybody. Like, again, he's not going to drop anybody on their head. But Rock's, you know, he's going to kick. He's going to punch. He's going to do his thing. You know, can we all agree on that a little bit here, you know? But what say you, Mr. Cod? So you guys know me. Um, I'm not a big CM Punk guy. Um, but absolutely no question he is he is the draw. Like that it's without a doubt. Um you know, when you're gone for seven years. And you know, I've you know mentioned this in the past, where year after year after year, even after saying he's not going to come back to pro wrestling, every single year the Rumble comes around, they're like, "Oh, this is the year! CM Punk is coming back!" You know, get to you know WrestleMania, CM Punk's going to have a match. Don't you worry. And it's year after year. It, you you're you're a draw people want to see you and then aew shit but look there there's a reason why cm punk main main evented 
Um, well, I guess not main main event. I guess it was like a co-main main event. The mad, the one where he had his match with Darby Allen. That was the most purchased AEW pay per view in company history. Well, well let, I'm let's sure. put let's put it this way: anything he was on in AEW ratings wise is the best oh, that it's ever been when when he was on television. Can we that's agree to that? Oh, that, of that. course we can. Uh, okay. Um, twenty. He could not. He could All not wrestle. 21. Yeah, he could not wrestle for another four, five, six years. Come back, and he still would pack a fucking pay per view. Period. So let me ask, let me ask you a question because I have the um, pay per view buys up um, of this or of AEW. AEW. Okay. Um, I can pull this up here in a second. Um, from AEW's inception. To double or nothing 2021, the most, or I guess the highest buy buy rate um, was 135,000, and it was Revolution 2021. Um, what did that card look like here? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Um, oh. The main event was the exploding go go fuck yourself match, um, with um Omega and Mox, um, face the revolution ladder ladder match, um, let's see, um casino tag team battle royale thing, um. The Bucks versus Chris Jericho and MJF. So, I mean, 135,000 buys. Okay, whatever. This was, I believe, the first pay-per-view back in front of fans? Or am I thinking of... Okay, so maybe this wasn't that. But still, 135,000 buys. Think double or nothing... Okay, yeah, because that was the okay. So th- it was actually double or nothing, twenty twenty one. Um, pull up my numbers here again. Um, it was that had one hundred fifteen thousand buys, but that was the first one that was back in front of fans. Uh, so Revolution was still it was still a daily's place. The reason I bring this up, so double or nothing, twenty nineteen, double or nothing, twenty twenty one. The most pay per view buys. Is one hundred thirty-five thousand. So then we look at all out, twenty twenty-one. This is CM Punk's first, well, not only his first AEW match, but his first wrestling match in over seven years. Mm-hmm. Still holds the record for the most pay-per-view buys in AEW history: two hundred and fifteen thousand. Yeah, and I would argue that'll probably never be broken. I mean, don't get me wrong. Never say never. Like, yes, uh, uh, anything can be broken, but I I don't see it in anything in in in, in the foreseeable future. And if they're smart, um, when he's healed and cut and whatever, you bring him back to do business again too. That's what yeah. you do because because that, that'll make uh, him coming back facing 
one of the fucking schmucks, the elite in a triple threat or whatever, what have you, would guarantee you would make more than two hundred fifty. You said two hundred fifteen thousand, right? Get, mm -hmm. You'd have more buys than that. Um. So the next pay per view, which was full full gear, did not feature CM Punk in it. Um, did one hundred fifty five thousand buys. This was the um, Hangman Adam Page world title win oh no wait punk was on this one it was um cm punk and eddie kingston let me ask you this Sorry. what was uh oh, oh, oh on top of him they were putting him on dark and stuff when he was or, or whatever the other one was and that was drawn too um what was the whatever offhand what was the pay-per-view when the elite came back do we have that number oh that was um that's full gear. Hold on. Okay. Um, and I, I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll, while you do that, God, I'll, I'll continue on this match. Um, the way Punk milks this thing with the shoulder tackles in the beginning and just hamming it up in a, in a good way, you know, and he spits in the rock's face. I mean, it's just good stuff. He's such a good fucking heel. Mm -hmm. He's such a good dickhead prick. He's so good. Like, and if you and if you if you really watch it, The Rock doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to do anything at all. You know, slam him, headbutt him, punch him, because Punk's doing all the work. And I don't mean like wrestling work, but I mean like with heat and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you just want him. They just people are just you, you just want him to wring his fucking neck. Yeah, it's so good. Um, to answer your question, uh, so full gear. 2022 did 135,000 buys. And that's the return of the elite, right? Yeah. Wow. Well, um, but it good, but it goes to show you why, you know, we went to the things and you know, what, uh, uh, elimination chamber was at 17,000 sold out. And mm -hmm. I'd, I'd argue that a whole month, two months of pay-per-views probably in whatever, I'll add it up. It's probably not 17,000 for AEW. Let's like, uh, I mean, I mean, as in like seats wise and what they sell, like, and when and whatever they have online, I wouldn't believe it anyway. We went to the two. I went to the two shows back to back in D.C. and they may yeah. have had twenty five hundred people in there in two days, maybe, maybe. Um. So this is um, courtesy of. Um, a, a press release for CWWE. Um, Elimination Chamber had a 54% viewership increase over last year. Um, last year's was in Saudi, so it is what it is. Um, Elimination Chamber 2023 had the largest gate in Elimination Chamber history and was also the largest gate for any WWE show ever held in Montreal. There you go. Um, but to circle back to the punk thing, um, Revolution twenty twenty two. That was the uh, that was the dog collar match that did one hundred seventy five thousand double or nothing. That was, I believe, his world title match. If I'm not mistaken, yep, that was his world title match that did one hundred sixty five thousand. Um, Punk wasn't on Forbidden Door because he was injured. Um, returned at 
brawl out. Um, and that did 140,000. And then just as we had reported, um, full gear 2022, about 135,000. So the elite came back at full gear. They, I mean, and they kind of blew their load on, on dynamite. It was like, Hey, guess what? Those, you know, titles, it's going to be the, the elite. Yep. So they bring so they advertised the 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 elite, arguably the the biggest singles guy in their eyes, and the biggest tag team in a in AEW. And they're pushing it in your face. They're saying, Hey, these guys, you know what happened, but they're coming back. It's their it's their company. They're and, they're EVPs. And they didn't beat any pay-per-view that CM Punk was on. Wow, that's crazy. No, it's not. That's called that's called satire. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, um, God. But to even oh. bring it back further, you're absolutely right on all points. Um, this is more of a a story based wrestling match than a wrestling based story. Yep. Um, it, it and for and for me, um. It it was um, Rock hits a rock bottom, Punk kicks out, and you have Paul Heyman on the outside, and he's screaming, you kicked out of the rock bottom. This is your time. And I'm like, fucking chills, man. You, like. It's so good. It's he, fucking good. Not, yeah. Two and a half. You almost had him. It was two and a half. Yeah. So good. It is really good. Uh, and, let's see. Byron. And Punk, Go ahead. Punk's working this headlock and then like, you know, he's Get working it like out of here. He, he's working it a lot and he's like, it's called a headlock. <laughs> um, oh, so good. here's a here's a good question. Do you think any AEW pay-per-view has more pay-per-view buys than this show? Oh, no, no, no way. I mean, maybe punks. It, that would be the only one, right? That is the only one. Yeah, um, yeah. So that clocked in at two hundred fifteen thousand buys. This clocked in at two hundred and thirteen pay per view buys. Oh, okay. So you're talking, you know, God bless. Pe- I mean, peanuts. Pe- yeah, yeah. You're talking small town in fucking Peoria. Yep. Yep. Um, but that's that's punks drawing power. Okay. And when you can tell a story and you have Paul Heyman as you really don't need him, but what he does is exactly what he's doing during, during this match when mm-hmm. he's where he's that guy, you just kicked out of the rocks finisher. It's your time. Let's fucking go. You know? And, and let us be clear here. We're not saying he's, he's, uh, 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 Okada or or Abushi or you know like that's not what we're saying, but we're just saying as in wrestling emotion and old school wrestling feel, he is a draw. He's a draw. I mean, it, it, and it's it's just it's that simple. Love him or hate him, hate him or love him. However you know, however you want to dice it, you know. Draw. Yeah. Cap capital D. You know who else is a draw? Um Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. 
who have won and secured their spot in the fatal four-way tag team title match. They won the they won the fuck me over the top rope battle royal thing. Um oh, God. oh you ready for the big announcement? Um eight, there's gonna be uh, some type of tournament. But go ahead, sorry. No, AEW All Access. It will air in March after Dynamite, one hour. Oh, jeez. That's courtesy of Fightful. God. They, they really are turning in WCW. They really are. Oh, and because Adam Cole has nothing better to do, um, Tony Khan is like, Tony Khan does Adam Cole do the announcement <laughs> from what I'm reading. Oh, yeah. Joke. Tony Khan in- introduces Adam Cole, who announces a new reality show called AEW All Access, which debuts next month. Um, oh, yeah. And the other side of the coin. That um, nobody's going to watch. WWE announces a partnership with Snickers for WrestleMania 39. Oh God! Get ready for the Snickers hungry chocolate match. Or (laughs) listen, here here on the Wrestling Pierce podcast, we're equal opportunity bashing. (laughs) WWE has been good here lately with the Sammy stuff, but it's they still have their bullshit too. Snickers on a pole match. We 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 just had a Mountain Dew Dark Fate or something. What the fuck was it? I don't know. I like I like dark dark fate a lot better than what we actually got. Complete trash. It's fucking Mountain Dew, pitch dark, get bent over, get fucked yeah. side, sideways. It, it's dark, black it's black. There was Vin Diesel in it. Yeah. I mean it, total just total just fuckery. Um but to kind of put a bow on this match, it Jeff summed it up per- perfectly. Um um, you know, we get a we get a rock bottom twenty minutes in, and um, it's very similar to the Royal Rumble match that we watched with them. Um, I also really enjoyed um the fact that well we and we didn't mention this, but I do enjoy that Punk is a heel and a storyteller and a worker. To the point where the stip well the stipulation was, if the Rock got pounded out or disqualified, he would lose the title. And there are moments in this match where he's actively getting the Rock to try and get disqualified or counted yeah. out. And um, and it wasn't super overbooked in that sense. Um, the ref bumps, eh, they're going to be what they're going to be, but. Um, Punk is on to bigger and better things coming towards you know, WrestleMania 29. So, yep. But with that being said, Rock uh, retains the title. We are on to twice in a lifetime because why the fuck not? Um, but overall, Jeff 2013 Elimination Chamber. Overall thoughts of the show. Um, a mixed bag. Again, I think this is one of the, 
the wild thing is, is yes, by this being an elimination chamber, you should have bought it for that. But I think a lot of people bought this this for rock punk. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but with that being said, the the, the, elimin the elimination chamber match is good, and this rock punk match was good story wise telling and all that type of stuff. I think that the two matches you bought this pay per view for, well, I guess three if you count the six man tag, which really wasn't that great. But you bought this pay per view, like Jeff said, for two things: the elimination chamber match. Rock CM Punk, even though you look on the poster and you've got Cena on there, um, Sheamus, fucking stupid Ryback. So you've got them all on the poster. So maybe you bought it for the six man match with the shield. Cool. That's 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 great. But you know why you bought this card. OK, yeah, the the uh, the elimination chamber match was solid. Rock CM Punk, you know what you're getting into. It was good. I mean, granted, the card, I mean, it was probably a $40 pay-per-view or a $50 one, but would I pay for this? Probably not. It sucks, though, because, I mean, Rock and CM Punk are having a great feud at this point. Yeah. Um, you really don't know what's going to happen with the Men's Elimination Chamber match com coming in. So. Yeah. It's do you want to pull the money out of your pocket to spend? I'm okay. I think it's very obvious that we're not going to get Punk Cena at Mania. We're going to get twice in a lifetime. I'm good. I'm not spending my money. Mm. Jeff, what say? What say you? Again, I'm a Mark, so I'm spending my money just because I need to see this Punk Rock thing through. Even though you know he's not winning, but. And again, too, not the downplay. Like when this was going on, it was still wild to but me and to all my friends and a bunch of people were like, like, like Rock's gonna wrestle Punk, you know? You know what I mean? It was still mm -hmm. kind of crazy because again, he was a part timer, and you know, and then and then people forget that Punk called Dwayne an ass kisser. You know what I'm saying? Remember all that? Like you know, with the mm -hmm. pipe bomb. So. Yeah, it was just must-see TV. But, again, over and all, the, if you'd have spent the money for these two matches, I I, I think you would have got your money's worth. That is fair enough. That puts a bow on another chapter of the Rec to Review. We come back at you next week. Uh, bigger and badder than ever. Um, mm. Eric Bischoff style. Yeah, yeah. Except he looks better in leather than I do. Um, <laughs> next week, uh, we start into our nice little run here. The next two two months are kind of weird. Um, it's also weird to think that next week we're gonna be into March. Get that wrapped around your head for a second. Um. So we kind of have a WrestleMania run of shows leading up to the show of shows, a couple after. Um, but the next few weeks will be a mixed bag. Um, we will get Travis back here, I think, two two weeks, maybe. Here we go. Let's see here. Pulling up the ledger. Um, so, yeah, 
So in two weeks, we'll welcome Travis back. We'll do Destination X um, and, uh, and uh, fucking TNA Hogan 2010. That's why you listen to this show, to listen about Hogan being a bad business person. <laughs> um, sorry, I, it's fact. The views of Ryan Connington did not reflect my own. You know, ah, fuck you. Yes, it's personal. Oh personal views. Yeah, well, I'm back. I'm better than ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we do have that. And then next week, though, um, whenever we watch really shitty shows, I always feel bad that I have to like pay Jeff back in some way, shape, or form. Damn right. Um, okay, easy there, cost. Okay. Um, we're doing WCW. We're doing 1994 WCW. Um. And we are doing Spring Stampede. <laughs> um, 94 Spring Stampede. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, let's see here. Um, this is main evented um, by Ric Flair defending the WCW World Heavyweight Championship against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, yep, Jeff is in. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, it's uh 32 it, it's a 32 minute match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um uh spoiler alert and I'll tell you off screen, that is not the highest rated match um courtesy of Dave Meltzer on the card. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um other matches featured here. Um, we'll just go over some notable ones. Lord Steven Regal um, faces Brian Pillman for the World Television Championship. Um, Chicago Street Fight with uh, Cactus Jack and his tag team partner, Max Payne, um, taking on I Am Nasty. Uh, so that would be the Nasty Boys. Um, uh, yay. Steve Austin defending his United States Heavyweight Championship against the Great Muda. Wow. Um, Rick Rude defending his International World Heavyweight Championship against Sting. Judy Chops for everyone, baby. Judy Chops. (laughs) Uh, Um. And then, yeah, but this is going to be a really exciting show. Very excited to um, get into this one. I'm very excited. Uh, But that is for next week's show. Uh, Jeff, where can they find you on the Twitter machine? Jeff M. Hall 1. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. You can check out uh, the the podcast on Twitter at WPPod1. Uh, check that out for all our match and our um, gosh, can't talk. I'm focused on the Spring Stampede card. Um, you can check out uh, our Twitter page for all of our show announcements, 
Um, check it out for all of our predictions, um, all that good stuff. And if you'd like to follow us just for us to uh, crap on AEW and the occasional thing that WWE does in- incorrectly, um, you can follow us and we'll go and do, do that for you. Let's do it. Um, guys, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Um, continue to watch your local wrestling. Um, support it. Go to live shows. Um, three years ago at this time, we were we didn't know it was coming, but um, we weren't able to. And if you have a local show that's coming to you, put the $30 down and go and watch it. It's, yeah. it's just what's right. Um, we got a couple of shows I think we have lined up here coming down the pipe. Um, but we, as we always do, we'll give our live uh, reviews for those. Um, so, again, head on over to the Twitter page. Turn on the notification bell so when we post something, you stay in the know. Um, and with that, uh, we are ending the show like this. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Retro Review. <laughs>